baseball and whatever with your host, Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jankowitz IV. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst. If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamonds Are Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! Hey there, it's episode 60 of Baseball and Whatever. I'm Justin. There's Vinny. Greg is on assignments. Actually, he's just on vacation, but his dedication, he might join us later via his phone. Uh, today we're going to be talking Cubs, White Sox, and uh, we're going to rank some random episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that my lovely wife Erica painstakingly drew trivia, wrote facts down, and uh, told me under no circumstances am I allowed to look in these in this hat and all the information, Vinny. She was very serious. Uh, your sister did not want any uh, peeking, so she was very Good. worried I was going to sneak a peek. I don't know why. I don't know. Do you like to sneak a peek uh, <laughs> Christmas time? <laughs> I no, no, of course not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you are finding us for the first time, thank you for uh, checking us out. We are baseball and whatever. First half of the show is baseball and Chicago sports primarily. Second half is uh, pop cultures, music, uh, video games, TV, um, random top five lists of things we enjoy, all that good stuff. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to the show, you can in a variety of ways. Uh, first, you can tweet at us at baseball and what. You can email us at baseballandwhatever at gmail.com or our official podcast network email, baseball and whatever podcast at bellyupsports.com. Feel free to give bellyupsports.com a, a, a check out if you like. They uh, have sports articles every day and tons of different podcasts on different sports. Um, we are on all available podcast networks youtube.com slash baseball and whatever and facebook.com slash baseball and whatever and. Our voicemail slash text line, 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-FART. Thank you, Vinny. All right, Eric is in the chat already and saying yes, that I like to look for my presence at Christmas. So that is why she was very worried I was going to peek at the uh, It's Always Sunny episodes that she pulled for us to rank today. So, so there you go. So you're just a liar. No, I, you know, you just you just Christmas, admitted. No, I, there was one year. Uh, if my parents are listening, there was one year I found my presents and I looked at them. I think I was a senior in high school uh, when I did that. But other than that, that was the only time I ever did that. So, well, then why would Erica say that you would? Be? I, uh, why does Erica, why does your sister say half the things she says? I don't know. That's true. That's see, there you go. All right. <laughs> So, uh, before we get started, like always, we are on episode 60, so we are going to try and regale you with famous number 60s, although at this point, I don't feel like they're famous, they're just people who wore the number 60 in Chicago sports, I think, almost at this point, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, the only one I could think of in terms of um, uh, Blackhawks would be Colin Delia. Thank Good you. He's, uh, he's a goalie, he's been... 
he got called up to kind of get some starts after Corey Crawford, and then he was sent back down, and then they thought he'd be a backup, and then um, uh, Lankinen kind of took the reins one year, and Delia still stayed in Rockford, so he's kind of meandering. I don't even know if he's still technically under contract at this point, um, but that's all I know for the Blackhawks. You got anybody else, Vinny? Yes, 1990 Jimmy Waite. Oh, I actually have Jimmy Waite's autograph. True story. Oh, hmm. Interesting. Yes, I, that must have been like his rookie year because I want to say he was number who he had a he had a weird number. I don't remember what definitely wasn't 60 once he was popular. 36? That sounds right. 29 from 91 to 97 he wore 29. 29 sounds right. So yeah, he was a backup for the Hawks. I think he was a backup for the San Jose Sharks, but yeah, my uncle went to a game in the early 90s and uh I believe the story goes he went down or his girlfriend at the time went down to the bench, saw Jimmy Waite sitting on the stool because he was the backup and asked for an autograph. And they uh, he signed a pennant. I have it hanging up in my garage still. So nice. there you go. Yeah, that's I think that's probably got to be it for Blackhawks. All right. Yes, that's it. Just two. OK, OK. Uh, Cubs. I want to say, is it Michael Givens this year has 60? OK, nice uh, he is the only one I can think of on the Cubs. I don't know if there's anybody else. Not uh, not a whole lot. Um, Jason Adam, 2020, 2021 reliever. Uh, that does him? not ring a bell. With, I think he's with the Rays now, I want to say. That... Huh, um, okay. Yeah, he was he was a decent reliever. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, he is with Tampa Bay right now. He's wearing okay. 47 for Tampa Bay. But yeah, he was a decent reliever. I think he's doing really well with Tampa right now. Okay. Um, Corey Maz. Mazzoni, I That name sounds familiar. Corey, yeah, I, I vaguely... Was he a pitcher? Uh, most likely. Okay. Um, I feel like these are bullpen. all bullpen guys, yeah. Yep. Pitcher, bullpen. Um, okay. Let's see. Felix Pena? Uh, he sounds familiar. 2016, 2017. That sounds familiar as well. Uh, Manny Corpus? Uh, that sounds familiar as well. I'm guessing another bullpen guy. That was when they were really bad, so... Yeah. Uh, um. And let's see here. Two other guys. Mitch Atkins, two thousand nine to two thousand ten. That. Oh God. I feel like he was an an infielder. Maybe I could be wrong though. I could be wrong on that one. Uh. Let's see here. Nope. Pitcher. Wrong. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> then I don't know what I'm thinking of. And then Chris Carpenter. Not not the uh, St. Louis Chris Carpenter. Oh yeah 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 okay I know I know what but you're talking do you about, remember yeah. what Chris Carpenter is famous for? Is it something good or bad? It's something very good. Um, something that led to the World Series. Let's just put it that way. Oh, was he a part of the trade to get Rizzo perchance? No, oh. he was not. Okay, what was he a part? Of? <laughs> okay, he was a part of the trade for Theo Epstein. Was he, he really? Boston. Oh yes, God, that's right. I forgot they gave Boston some players or some some people. Yeah, wow. yeah. I think it was like I want. I mean, I, I can't remember any other time that there was a a trade for um, a GM during the time no. that had to be the the first time, maybe yeah. the first time ever. Um, but yeah, he was traded. He pitched with the Cubs. He did okay. Um, from what I remember, he was all right. Okay. Um, he had a two point seven nine ERA with the Cubs. Oh. Um, and bad. then he went to Boston and didn't do anything. He well, uh, he pitched in eight then. games and had a nine ERA, and that was that was about all she wrote. 
It was meant. So. Yeah, well, the Cubs got the better end of that stick, then I guess. Yes, I would um, say so. Yeah, that's well, okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of the bullpen. It's just a lot of bullpen guys for the most yeah. part. So. Hmm. Yep, and not good bullpen. No, guys. not usually. No, no, no. Okay, now do you have any for um, the White Sox? White Sox, I have no one. I don't you have a clue. Don't have anybody. Some guy that is there ju- somebody just on got there DFA'd right this year. He's sitting in Arizona right now. Oh God! Uh, White Sox DFA. What position does he play? Pitcher. Oh, um, uh, Dallas Keuchel. Good job. All right. Yes. Yep. All right. Anybody else? That's all I got. I got. I'm. I know. Lacking. I know. Greg would have a ton of guys here. I'm sure Jimmy he would. Cordero. I remember. Yep, I remember him. Tyler Danish. Pitching. He's pitching with the Red Sox right now. Is he okay? Yep. Yeah. Greg. Greg would be upset about that because yeah, sure he's he would. pitching well with the White Sox or the Red Sox right now. Uh, Frankie Montas. Okay. 2015. That, yes, that sounds familiar. Daniel Webb. No. 2013. I no? couldn't couldn't tell you about that one. Okay. Hector Santiago, 2011. Mm. We, we must have had his name because his name is highlighted. Uh, you must um, have clicked on it at some point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jeff Gray. No. Nope. No, sir. Scott Schoenweiss. Yes, Scott Schoenweiss was a lefty. Was he? Um, I want to say he was an angel for a while, too. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, that name sounded familiar. Yes, Angel, 2002 World Series. Uh, yes. Okay. You are correct. Um, let's see here. Who else? Rocky Biddle. Yes. I remember Rocky Biddle. He was a reliever. He stands out. I don't remember if he was very good or bad, but he definitely stands out. Um, let's see here. Um, Nelson Cruz, not the Nelson Cruz. Not that Nelson Cruz. No, I <laughs> no, do not remember. The picture I Nelson do, Cruz. I don't remember. Uh, f- not as good Nelson Cruz. No. Yeah. No, he was. He was not as good for a reason. Yep. wasn't It wasn't in the league too long. Six years. Okay. For a pitcher. Not too good. Um. But yet, that's that's it for the the White Sox. Um. And I guess all we have left is the Bears. You got anybody uh, for the Bears? I will admit I don't have anyone for the Bears. Th- Nobody. This one's. Bad. Um, uh, honestly, in my lifetime, there, none of these names are standing out. Terrence Metcalf. That vaguely sounds familiar. No, I all I know like is a lot. Of, I know DK Metcalf or whatever. Yeah, his name is, I but think not that's the only reason why that stood out to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, no, Taylor Ball. I mean, most of these guys are a year or two, and I, I don't. Yeah, Dieter Eisels. Eiselin? No, yeah, I, I don't I mean, know who that is. 20 to 2022. I, I have no idea who that guy is. Um, the only there are two guys that are before my time. Wally Chambers, 1973 to 1977. Okay. And Roger Davis, 1960 to 1963. Um, Wally okay. Chambers was three-time Pro Bowl, one-time All-Pro. He was on the uh, Defensive uh, Rookie of the Year in uh, 1973 and uh, Defensive Player of the Year in 1976. Hmm. So pretty pretty good guy, I guess. Okay. Pretty good player. Okay. I have n- no idea who the heck he is. And then Roger Davis won uh, an NFL championship in, in, okay. in his time. I don't know if it was with the Bears or... 
uh, who it was. Um, maybe it mu- probably with the Bears, uh, sixty to sixty-three. I'm sure they probably won a, a NFL championship during so, that time. Yeah, it sounds sure. Yeah, I'll take sure. your word. I'll take your, we'll, I'll take we'll your word cha- for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll give them a championship. Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, n- nobody of notable. Uh, oh, Stan Thomas. Um, oh. oh yeah, Stan Thomas, ninety-one to ninety-two. And bum. I don't know. I have no idea who Stan, Stan Thomas. Thomas is. Not a clue. Yeah, not is a Joe clue. Thomas's dad? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. He I, didn't I, play in the year. He didn't play in the league too long. Four years, so he was okay. gone. Sounds that like sounds a like a typical bear. You know, yep. they draft him, they give him a chance, and they're not that good, and then they they vanish. You know, heck, they're drafting guys who blew, who had career ending injuries. <laughs> that's before true. They yes, the NFL. that's true. Good point. Good point. That <laughs> so is true. That, I I think that does it for uh, the numbers. All right. Very cool. Uh, in terms of the text line, we don't have any texts or voicemails this week, but we did have a uh, YouTube comment from Zach. Last week, we did our top five PS2 games, and he mentioned, I think the game he mentioned was Champions and Norrath, which he said was an action RPG like Dia- uh, Diablo. You ever played Diablo, Vinny? I know. Okay. I know I've I played not. that. It was it was fine. I think, I think a new one is in the works, maybe, something like that. So... Uh, yeah, I never really got into those though. But uh, thank you, Zach, for writing in. Uh, I guess it's time. It's not Greg's hot takes this week because Greg is uh, out of commission. But uh, it's Vinny's hot takes. So let's uh, let's get to some hot takes. Greg's hot takes. Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts! <laughs> All right. All righty. Vinny, you got a couple hot takes. So first, you wanted to talk about your time in Chicago. What do you got for us? Yeah, I guess I guess my first hot take would be that Chicago's a lovely city. It I love is. It. I love. I love. Uh, we were just down there for some doctor stuff, and it was just. It's so e- e- getting older and not being so nervous to drive downtown anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's it's as soon as you see the skyline and you're driving around downtown, there's something really cool about it being down there. Yeah, and it gets a bad rap. It does, you know, in the, in the national news. But I mean, I don't know. I felt completely safe being yeah. down there. I mean, I mean, granted, I'm you know in the north side, on the north side, you know, yeah, which is yeah, typically Michigan a Avenue bit, and stuff yeah. like that. And there, you know, there's police presence and everything like that. But it, I feel like Chicago gets a bad rap. I think it does too. I don't. I don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out to be. I mean, there's also the idea that you just got to be aware of your surroundings and know where you're at. And exactly, you know, and at certain times of the di- night, you shouldn't be in certain spots. But I would imagine that's like any big city. I mean, it, yeah. you know, you know it. So I don't know. That's just me. But yep, no, I agree. I agree. Well, good. I'm glad. Um, you, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, we uh, we went to we went to the Cubs game, um, and we took uh, we were staying at the Millennium Knickerbocker, which is on the north end of Michigan Avenue. So we took the uh, Divi bikes that they have there, the oh, electric nice. ones. Nice. And we took that um, up Lakeshore Drive, pretty much on the beach, which was a fantastic ride all the way up to Addison. Dropped the bikes off and walked to Wrigley from there. So that was a pretty slick way to get to, to to get to the game yeah that's didn't awesome. have to worry about driving or taking an uber or anything like that so it was nice it was really hot that day it was 90 yeah. degrees and humid but i mean those electric bikes have you ridden on one of those i have not they look so cool they're, though. they're fun i mean if you guys get a chance to go down there definitely mm-hmm. do like schedule time to do that they have the electric bikes and they also got electric scooters now oh, which cool. i chickened out and i didn't take a scooter oh I that would have been fun 
yeah, I was kicking myself the next day. Uh, I was like, ah, I should have should have taken the scooter instead of the bike because then I would have been even less work. But those electric bikes, they're pretty fun to get around the, the town. You go pretty I'll, fast on I'll those. be honest. I don't think I realized the Divi bikes were electric. I just assumed they were like... The blue ones the blue are ones. regular. Oh, okay. But there's, okay. there's a black and a gray one, and both of those are electric. The gray ones are newer than the black ones, and they have like an LCD screen on it showing you like the battery life and everything like that. But, okay. Um, nice. But yeah, they're 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 fun. So, oh, hello, Greg. Hey, Greg is in the uh, room now. For all coming all the way from Ohio, Greg. Can you guys hear me? Okay. We can hear you just fine. We do. Yes. I'm yeah. just fixing something on the screen real quick. Go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, how are you boys doing? Well, we're good. Just we're just fine. Good. We're we're recounting Vinny's trip to Chicago and talking about what a lovely city we live nearby. And you know, I think sometimes maybe I don't know. I feel like sometimes I take it for granted. Uh, and it's really not, maybe not as bad as everyone says it is. I don't know. But you you grew up closer to the city than me and Vinny, so maybe you have a different take on it. I do like the city very much. I miss yeah. biking down there. Um, I like to freak out my mother-in-law when I drive down the city, when I drive down the streets of Chicago. Remember last time I did that, the Shed Aquarium, I think we took her to. She's like, how do you fly down the streets? I'm like, I don't see any speed limits posted. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go with the flow of traffic. Which you don't. She's like, oh, you let the taxi in front of you? Nope. The bus? Nope. You cut around them if they... If they keep coming, you just keep moving over. Everyone will move eventually. Yeah, so. you know, it'll be, it'll be and fine. You know, it'll it's be fine. funny enough, biking, is, this might sound crazy, but riding your bicycle in the city is a hell of a lot safer than riding your bike on any in any suburb or anything, or any kind of busy street. At least in the city, they're actually, you know, they're observant of bikers because it's a thing. It's a way of transportation. Here, just even where I live, you know, you're on a bike path and people don't even look in the intersection. You can get run over so easily. So it's crazy how that is. But yeah. Well, yeah. Well, plus they're looking for the bikes too in the city because there's so much. Exactly. You know, there's yeah. People, it, there's a lot of, a there's way, a lot more going on there where people in the suburb are probably. Yeah. Yeah. They're not oblivious. Paying attention yeah. To that. They're yeah. text. They're texting. They're texting. Oh, God. Too, yeah. So. What's uh, <laughs> Gr- uh, Vinny, you mentioned, you, you mentioned you had a Seinfeld experience. What was your Seinfeld experience? I, I did. Downtown? Get this now. Seinfeld is way ahead of their time in terms of, um, I guess, fashion. Okay. I saw someone pulling off a Suenel Mishki. <laughs> um, and I, it was. That's great. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't crash my bike. I was riding my bike. You had to do a double uh, take. Lake I'm sure. Drive. I did not do a double take. No, I did not do that. My my wife probably would have ran me over if I would have done that. But I did ask my <laughs> wife. I was like, did was there someone just wearing their bra walking around? And she said yes. And she's like, I cannot believe it. And I was like, okay, I needed to make sure that that was what I saw so I can mention it on the podcast tonight that I actually saw someone pull Suwon Mishki. So I guess that's now the style for some women to pull off. So mm. y- you've been warned. Good to know. <laughs> you, Be next careful time, as you're driving your car. You'll have to ask, stop her and ask her if she's the uh, heiress to the There's, Baby Ruth. Uh, oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. Henry sorry, not Baby Ruth. The Oh, Henry bar. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was an uh, interesting uh fashion item i saw out in chicago so nice very nice and then how about how was wrigley in general this time around another another hot take i really like ricketsville 
Um, not gonna lie, <laughs> it was fantastic. No, um, they got him. The, yeah, they, they sure do. Um, the stadium, all the renovations of the stadium. Oh, the renovations is, are great. It is no longer a Dump. Uh, dive bar. It is very nice there. Um, it's a classy bar now. You know, they still have the troughs, though, to pee in. Oh. Except, except, oh, of course. Except they've been upgraded. Sloan now makes the troughs. They're not just, like, actual <laughs> oh, okay. real troughs. They're, they're actual, like, customized troughs for you to pee in. So they're still there, Justin, for you to take a leak oh, in. lovely. Um, but, no, it was my first time going to a Chicago bar. We went to Sluggers to get some food before oh, the game. Yeah, so yeah. I did, like, the whole Wrigley experience. You did was, it all. Which was the first time doing that, which was fantastic, and it was a lot of fun. Um, oh, good. So yeah, I'm I'm hooked. They have me. Um, say what you will about Tom Ricketts and the owners of the Cubs, but they've I, what they've I, done around Wrigley is nice. I do like. Granted, I've never gone and sat in it because I think you need a ticket to get in there, and I would never want to leave my seats. But I love the what's the the promenade or the park that that's like connected to it now. I can't remember what Gallagher that's called. Way. Gallagher Way. That is a really nice setup. But I just mm-hmm. I'm surprised people have tickets to the game and then they go sit in there instead. That's my understanding of how it works. Well, right? there were families out there because they have like the the artificial turf out there for kids to play. So when okay. when we we actually left the game early uh, mm-hmm. because in the bottom of the eighth they threw out a position player to pitch and I was like, yeah, this isn't worth it. Like no. I, I'm done. And of You're course, out. I think as we were walking out. We were on the second level, so by the time we got down to like the exit, they had already hit three home runs off the oh, position geez. player. So yeah. <laughs> I was you like, okay, you made a you made you made a good call on that one. Yeah, and Gretchen wanted to beat the crowd out too, so I didn't I didn't have any problem doing that. Once I saw the position player, I'm like, they're giving up. Like, there's yeah. no point to stay the to this. the ba- the cat is in the bag now. Like, it's it or the cat's yeah. out of the bag. I don't know. Yeah, it, that, the cat's that, out of the bag. I cat's say. out of the bag. Hey, would, yeah, they're they're some, giving up. Uh, some Cincinnati Reds fans just walked in. You want to give them shit, Benny? No, I don't. No, why would you? <laughs> no, I don't need to do that. I feel bad for them. Why would you um, want to do that to those poor people? Yeah, don't don't need to knock them when oh, they're because. down. Oh, because I mean, no, the Cubs. I, the Cubs. I'll, if you don't, I will. <laughs> I don't the Cubs think will eventually Red... be good again. I mean, the Reds might never be good again. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've ever really been good in our lifetime. Uh, weren't they, didn't they, they ever win a playoff game? They were the nasty boys in like the early '90s, right? With like Ron Dibble and stuff. It, is it? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's the Pirates that haven't won a playoff game in. Since oh, the Pirates have been awful since the '90s. We, yeah, since the late. The Reds 80s. would make it with dust. They made it to the playoffs with Dusty a couple of times, but they didn't yeah. make it far. Yeah, so. no. I mean, God, they had Griffey and Adam Dunn, and still couldn't make it. So well, Scott Hatterberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, Vinny, I'm glad you had such a nice time. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a great experience. I know I, we were just talking about we want to go downtown again and uh, do the kayak on the Riverwalk. That was so much fun uh, when we did that. Ooh, that was fun. That was like, what, three yeah. or four years ago we all did that? Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably I think so, three, yeah. Three years ago, probably. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, we definitely we definitely got to get fun. back down there. So. Uh, yeah, the only other hot take I had, and this isn't even a hot take, but Greg, or not Greg, uh, me and Erica watched the first episode of the second half of Stranger Things today. Holy cow, was that a great episode. I am so ready for the finale. I don't know when we're going to have time to watch it, because it's like two and a half hours long. Two and a half hours. So that might be like, uh, um you know, bits and pieces here and there. But man, that season, it started off kind of slow. I wasn't really feeling it, but it's kind of really picked up. Uh, really enjoying it. I know, Vinny, you finished it, right? 
No, I no, I haven't started. Oh, you haven't? Okay. The, not the was it episode the second or, half or what? Eight, yeah, nine, whatever or whatever. Okay, uh, chapter two or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it. that sounds right. That sounds um, right. But no, this season four I think is my favorite season so far. It's been their best. It's the darkest of it's all really the seasons. Dark. It's it's really dark, really dark. And, I really yeah, like season three in the mall, but uh, this one's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. yeah. Season three was kind of more like I felt like like uplifting. Yes. I guess, so to this speak. one like there's I mean, not a lot of hope in this one. No, not at all. But I I don't know. I've liked it from the get go. I didn't think it was slow. I thought it was really kind of like almost creepy i I shouldn't say it wasn't the the plot wasn't slow it just i think it took me a while to start to really get into it like you know it was one of those kind of things which is weird because i'm i don't know contrarian (laughs) to begin with usually it seems when it comes to tv shows but uh no not you not me no no never um greg you got any other hot takes before we move on to baseball uh, earlier in the week, I don't know how my White Sox are doing right now. Um, I know the oh. game probably just started. They're in San Francisco. Yes, they are. I yep. think Lance Lynn is on the bump. Yes. Um, you know something weird? I don't know. This is not even really a hot take, but isn't it? It's just more sad take. I strongly believe just watching the Orioles mm-hmm. and even the even the Pirates. Mm-hmm. I think those two teams are more exciting than the White Sox right now. Ooh. And those teams are not going anywhere right now. Have you guys been paying attention to these teams at all? Yeah. They've got some young studs. Baltimore is exciting. Studs, dude. They're, they're not winning anything. No. They're not going no. anywhere. But they look more fun on the field. The Pirates have O'Neill Cruz, who they mm-hmm. just called up, like the seven-foot Call shortstop who also hits. Yes, and he uh, he also Bal- got arrested at some point for, I think he was charged with manslaughter for killing someone in a DUI, if I'm not mistaken. Did that just happen? Nah, I want to say when he was in the minors. Oh. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'll see. Well, was that the same it. guy? The really tall guy, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, I didn't boy. know that was the same guy. Oh, maybe that's not good. Uh, <laughs> so he's, maybe de- it's, he's maybe definitely it's... interesting. Oh no, well. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking up. Uh, no, Ryan. I can't Lee. imagine he'd be playing in the league if he was. Uh, no, you know what? For Ev- what do you know what the, guy... the slaughtering of yeah, a man. This isn't, what's, this isn't the NFL. What's his? What's his? <laughs> <laughs> what's his? What's the guy's name again? O'Neill Cruz. All right, I'll see if I can find him. But yeah, um, um, and if you look at the while you're looking at that, if you look at the Orioles, like I was watching the Orioles White Sox, the Orioles one through six. Mm-hmm. Is actually really good in the lineup. I mean, they got they got Mancini, they got Rushman in there, they got Hayes and Cedric Mullins. Those are I was watching those guys play, and those are like they look like real baseball players more so than the White Sox do right now. They just uh, do better things. And then Luis Robert, not even being in like the top twenty for All Star outfielders in the AL. That's just trash. I mean, yeah, he hasn't earned it this year, but that's where he's supposed to be. Say what you will about yeah. the All-Star game, but perennial All-Star, perennial MVP, this guy has gotten nowhere since he's gotten the big leagues. He's just a regular-ass player, which is which is stupid. Uh, it says here, O'Neill Cruz um, in the Dominican Republic. He's was facing trial as of September 2020. 
uh, and could receive up to five years in jail. This was due in part to a car accident where he was driving and under the influence, and three people were killed in the car crash. Oh, so. okay, so oh, that nice. is the same guy. Yes, but uh, it, I mean, this was an article from September 20th, so I don't, that was 2020, so I'm assuming things must have gotten worked out or he did a plea deal or something. I, I don't know, so. Maybe. But uh, Pretzel Vince says Baltimore supposedly has a bullpen. Yeah, that that's their big thing. They do have they do have a lot of no names in there that are also really good. So, I mean, okay. they can't go anywhere in their division. But hey, what they play like they're probably more fun to watch than the White Sox. Like I said, I don't know what they're doing right now. I can tell I you, they are. Uh, it's the end of the first. It's zero to zero. Yep. Okay. Bases were loaded the for the job. Uh, Who's winning? Who's winning? The Bears. Um, well done. <laughs> well, before we get to our Cubs and White Sox talk, uh, we'd like to thank our continuing partner in the Clutch for joining up with us here on Baseball and Whatever. In the Clutch is your awesome sports apparel company known for their licensed MLB, Negro League, and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams. Head to intheclutch.com and at checkout, use promo code all one letter. I'm sorry, not all one letter, all one word, baseball and what to get 10% off. Again, go to intheclutch.com. Pick out a t-shirt or a shirt you like, and it, at the checkout, use promo code BASEBALLINWHAT, all one word, and get 10% off. So thank you to those guys and gals over there. All right, let's get to the baseball talk, Vinny. Baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. All right. I guess we can start with the Southsiders, the Southside Hitmen, the good guys wear black, the White Sox, because uh, technically they still have a better record than the Cubs. So a couple things I wanted to run through. They called up um, Sosa the other day. I think he played like a game and a half, if that, and he's already been sent back down because Juan Mancata is back. And I don't know how well he's doing. I haven't watched any White Sox lately. Last I heard it was kind of hit or miss this week for him. So... Um, Eloy is in AAA. He finally hit his first home run. He hadn't hit a home run all AAA there. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's really that great. Uh, and then Andrew Vaughn. Vinny, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess there was a chance that they could have had Andrew Vaughn pinch hit in a serious situation. And they went with, uh, having Leori Garcia batting, I believe, instead. And afterwards, they asked Tony LaRusso why, uh, you know... Andrew Vaughn is a pretty good hitter, and the response we got from Tony was he doesn't have his legs, to which I just keep thinking of Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Like, that's all I think of, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I couldn't believe that he's, what, 25, 26, and he's easy. Is there some exhaustion? Is it long COVID? Like, what what is keeping him out of the lineup? I don't know, but I I think he also was telling – Telling the reporters that uh, Leori had some good at bats that game. Yes, too, and was um, telling them that you know, did you see his at bats? And you know, pulling the old Tony, I'm smarter than you. I know what I'm doing. Well, leave, leave me the hell alone. Get off my lawn. The the kicker was uh, Lawrence Holmes and Dan Bernstein on 670. The score. They did a little bit of research, and I can't remember if it was. WRC plus it was it was some analytic stat and out of the 217 baseball players that were eligible based on their at bats Leori Garcia ranked 216th but if yeah. you talk to Tony 
you got to watch his at bats. Don't look at the stats. Yeah. Watch the at bats. No. You know. Yeah. Trust, and, trust, trust Tony's gut, right? Yeah, yeah. He, God, I, I, I. He's not going anywhere. And I don't know if you saw um, one of the producers for the score. I think it was Shane Reardon. He had a sit down podcast with Rick Hahn. And he's yep. like, well, you know, I give my advice when we have our meetings, and I know it's being heard. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. Nope. That's not, not at all. I, that poor guy, to put together a championship quality team, and I mean, they are wasting this season. This season yes. is a. a I, I want to say wasting did, the team. They're, they're wasting, wasting the team. The season. They're wasting the you know the city's excitement for the White Sox. I want to say I looked at hey, the numbers. Can you boys hear me? Yes, we can, yep. Greg. You Sorry. Back? Sorry, I got to run. Got to take care of the kids. No problem. Uh, you boys have All a right. great rest of the show. And White Sox aren't winning the division or going to the playoffs this year. <laughs> See ya. Fair enough. <laughs> That was All a right. hot take. That was uh, I don't know if that was a hot take at this point, but yeah, like they I was going to I was curious what he was going to say. I want to say like with the amount of games left, they'd have to go like almost 60 and 30 to like come away with mm-hmm. a clear lead in the division, which let's be realistic, they are not going to do that. I don't yeah. see that happening. Well, there yes, I I don't see it happening, but trying to spin it in a positive way. Because um, <laughs> that's I, that's what I feel like I have to do. I have to talk both you and Greg off yeah, the... for both the teams. Legi- yep, for both yeah. teams. Um, <clears throat> you know, they have they have the easiest, like one of the easiest schedules in the yeah. second half. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not going that well. Right, It's not off to a great start. I mean, they no. should have... They should have won two out of three against Baltimore. Uh, they didn't. I don't think they did that. Um, you know, they did that against. You know, they beat Detroit. Um, you know, that's what you're supposed to do: beat bad teams. But you know, it's funny they hit. Uh, they got 11 runs against the Angels, and people are asking. You know, Sox fans are on Twitter. Are you know are the Sox back? I don't know. I'm assuming that. I'm hoping that that was sarcasm because <laughs> the Angels are terrible. Yeah. You should have gotten, you know, a team like that should get 11 runs on a daily night from them. And then the next night, I think they got one run, four hits. And, um, I, I mean, I guess it was against Otani. So, I mean, but still, like, come on, guys. Like, it's got to be more consistent than that. It's just been very inconsistent. It's got to be super frustrating for, you know, fans like Greg. Um, yeah. Well, Greg, at this point, I feel like is. Is kind of just. I think he's resigned to the fact yeah, that it's not going to end well. Yeah, which I mean, I no. feel like he's he and he's one that's such a big pro- proponent of their window is closing, and if you take yeah. this year away, like it's really starting to close. Then, right? Yep. Like cause I know some of those younger guys' contracts are going to be coming up in the near future, and they're not going to yep. take the discounts anymore. And um, yeah, I mean, you, I don't know. Did you see the uh, uh, CHGO Luke Stuckmeyer? the trade proposal for i the heard Cubs. them talking about it but i did not see what was the actual trade proposal it involved yoan mankata didn't it yes it was yoan mankata for patrick wisdom and ian happ mm, I, I don't i would not do that no i don't think i want for, yuan. The, you know no I, I see and that's the thing i him he was talking about how hap you know they don't think hap fits in the future plans but hap and mankata really? are both 27 years old yeah and I know that, you know, at this point for, I know Johan had a one season where he had a WRC plus of 140 or maybe it was OPS plus of 140, mm-hmm. but Ian Happ's got a better OP, career OPS plus than uh, Johan Mankata. I I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it, to me, it feels like, you know, people are still looking at his potential. 
Yes. But I don't know if we're it's past there we're anymore. past that yeah. now. Yeah. Like, he had it in one season. The past two years have not been good. This year's abysmal. Um No, yeah, I, I I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, the I whole mean, I, as the Cubs they need mm, to get more back than just Moncada. Um, no, and but, to be honest, I think I'm good with trading with the White Sox for a little while after the right. last two <laughs> trades. I mean in ma- yeah. the, the jury on Magical's still out. I know he's working his way back, but um, yeah, yeah I, I would not want Yuan Mankata. I mean, like you said, he's 27. He's not, uh, I think the ceiling has maybe been reached despite the injuries that have kind of weighed him back. But even talking to yesterday, I was on the Pesky Report, which is the, that Red Sox podcast and mm-hmm. uh, for Belly Up Sports. And they were kind of talking about, you know, some of the guys the White Sox wanted, the Red Sox weren't going to give them up, yeah. you know, and they gave up Mankata because maybe they knew that ceiling was a he little misevaluated, yeah, on well, him. So you got they have what uh, Rafael Devers there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, that guy was way better than Moncada. Oh yeah, way better. Um, yeah, so yeah, that was <laughs> that's looking like a bad trade. I think the only good piece is Kopech out of that trade. Yeah, um, and even him, I don't know if he's exactly what they thought they were getting. Perhaps, maybe I don't know, but he's still. I would take him. He's he's a decent yeah, pitcher. He's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had the, uh, you know, I think he missed what, uh, he missed a season with uh, shoulder injury, mm-hmm. and then you know the the COVID year he he opted he, out. He of opted that out, year. right, right. Um, so you know, but he's you know working back, and he also he had all he had COVID yeah. this year. Yeah, right? and if he was one of the guys that had. The long COVID situation, I mean, that mm-hmm. might mess you up. I mean, for yeah. a while, I thought maybe I didn't know if I didn't know if Andrew Vaughn had gotten COVID because when they talked about him not having his legs, I'm like, well, maybe yeah. you know that could be. Could there's be. you know a percentage of people that are still reporting symptoms of things like that. So, yep. Um, yep. I don't know. But White Sox, it's not looking good. That would be my no. takeaway. And uh, getting to Greg's point about um, Luis Robert being mm-hmm. just a guy, they uh, on the uh, <laughs> Bernstein and Holmes show. I don't know if you heard that too, where they went over WRC plus. Yes, and Jake Berger and you or yeah, Luis have the same WRC plus. They're the exact same offensive player, which is mind-boggling not good for a guy no. that's supposed to be M- you know multiple MVP, MVPs, five tool, you know. yeah. You know the next Mike Trout, um, so to speak. But um, yeah, that's that's not good. Um, and I know Greg. We don't have the voicemail, but Greg was not happy about that. You know, yes, Luis being only in the top twenty, and his his uh, his concerns sounded a lot like Cub fans with Chris Bryant. Yeah. Um, you know, although Chris Bryant won a World Series and an MVP mm-hmm. um, and Rookie of the Year, yeah, it just is it's one of those things where Chris Bryant like peaked too early and we never got any more of that. Um, and so I think that's where kind of Cub fans disdain came from. Like we were, you know, multiple MVPs. Well, you only got one in the year they won the World Series. And right. obviously we know how, how that ended up. And, and to me, that's just hearing Greg's uh, tone and just disdain for Luis Robert it's, and how it disappointed echoes, he is. Yeah. It just echoes a lot of Cub fans. And it's like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> that unfortunately is not good. And no. you know, this season has just been a... I would say almost a nightmare for, you know, the potential of what these guys are supposed to be doing. Right. And especially, you know, you thought you had something to build off of last year. Granted, the season was great. Mm-hmm. The postseason, not so great for them. But, you know, you thought maybe we could they could we they could build off of that. And uh, they're going to be lucky if they make the playoffs. I mean, at this point, yep. I, it's trending to, towards no. But um, yeah. 
We will see. Uh, the Cubs um, haven't been playing too horrible lately, I guess, would be my way to preface it. Um, Three-game win streak. Three-game win streak. streak right they now. are on a winning streak. David Bodie came back uh, yeah. and then collided with Nico Horner on a shift play, and now he's out again. So, oh, wow, we got a hot take from uh, Pretzel Vince in the chat. Chris Bryant is hey, a Hey, everybody, bum. an old man's talking. Oh, I, I like Chris Bryant, but uh, yeah, he, he I mean, he's out. He's been out most of the season in Colorado, but he's still collecting his paycheck, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so David Bodie, who knows? That was the same shoulder he had some uh, surgery on over the offseason, I believe they said. Yes. So he might be seeing more time off. Jason Hayward is now on the IL, which it's only the 10-day IL. So I guess that's 10 days of not having to see him ground out to second base. Yes, um, and we get a we get a Narciso Crook yes. playing out there. You know what? Who actually, looks pretty good. Saw his first uh, major league hit, which was a double RBI. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was a great play. You know, he, yeah, he looks good out there. I, I feel like if the kids are somewhat potentially ready to see some major league time, if they're at AAA, you know, don't be moving up guys from AA or you know whatever yeah. anything like that. But if there's close and there's room on the roster, which clearly there is, um, keep playing Rivas every day so you know what you have in him. Oh. Um, you know, didn't I, get to see him in the game at all. Yeah, that, that, was, that was disappointing. I, no, that broke I, my heart. I, I was hoping you would, and then I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's not fair to Vinny. But uh, the other, the other surprising <laughs> thing is Chris Morrell uh, had a rough go for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, had a little rough go for a little while, and then they moved him to the ninth spot in the order instead of leadoff, and now he's on a three-game home run streak. He's kind of found his his stroke again. That kid, that guy, I, I want to call him a kid because I think he's like, what, 22, 23? Yeah. I mean, he's much younger than me, but he just he seems like he's just loving what he does out there. It makes me so happy because he was somebody I had never really been aware of in terms of their minor league rosters, but um, mm-hmm. that's been really exciting to see. Patrick Wisdom's hitting a lot of home runs lately, which is great. Yep. Uh, Suzuki had his second game back in Iowa tonight. I believe he was DHing. He had a home run yesterday, I believe, for the Iowa Cubs. Yep, two for three yesterday. So getting him back would be great. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, you got the, the idea of the All-Star game. And where do you stand in the chat? Uh, we have All-Stars, Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras. Where do you stand on them being All-Stars, Vinny? They both should be, I think. Um, I would agree. I think Ian Happ deserves it. Um, he's been playing great this year. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that means he's probably going to get traded. Traded, uh, yeah. Along with Wilson. Um, but, you know, he does have an extra year of control left. So we'll see. Maybe they push it off and maybe try to work on an extension. I, I Again, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what, what they're the doing. This window yeah. looks like or... You know, it's not supposed to. They're not supposed to have cores, but now they're having cores. So, who knows? Um, yeah, it just <laughs> who knows what I, they're gonna do. But he deserves an all star. Oh, he does. Oh, he um, does. Both both year. of them do. And it's sad. I don't mm-hmm. think. I think Ian Hamp was like what fifth or sixth or seventh in the. Yeah, I, mean, I don't he, think he's, I don't going think he's gonna to make it. it. Uh, in terms, of, I I still hate Wilson. Both. Will Wilson will? Yeah, he was first yeah. for the catchers, right? Yes. And I want to say his brother's first for DH, I believe. Yes, he is. So that's yeah. kind of cool. But I, I'll be honest. I'm so over the whole fan vote thing. I wish. Yeah. I, I, that's so dumb. It's a popularity contest. It's not a true yeah. all-star what, what game. It? Fernando Tatis is. is uh, yeah, he hasn't played a game all season. Yeah, but he's yeah. voted to start because he's popular. Yeah, which. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, they, they have the players vote. 
I would too. Vote for their their guys and you know the coaches. I'd rather yeah, have I think that, that would be a great idea. You know, I, the, I I get why they have the fan vote to draw into drum up interest and draw interest from the fans, but it's it. No thanks. But yeah, um, Greg's Greg said Greg's in the chat. He said I voted for Tatis. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Vote for someone that plays. Um, you should vote for Nico for shortstop. Nico deserves to be there too. I think. Well. Yeah. I mean, he he's been having a really hot run lately too. So he's the best defensive shortstop in the game. Right and now, and what's funny is remember in the off, in the off season there was so so much talk about oh god can he make the move to shortstop is that going right? to be a temporary we thing? We talked and, about it here. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's pretty much taken it and run with it. So mm-hmm. I I think Wilson will definitely make it. It made me so sad when they interviewed Wilson after the game and they told him you know about yeah hundredth home run and six hundred mm-hmm. hits as a Cub and. He's like he didn't even know those stats, and he's like, oh, "I just I want to stay here forever. I want to play here for as long as I can." And you know he's not because yeah. I don't know if that's a ownership thing. I don't know if it's an agent thing. I you know we can get to that agent thing in a little bit uh, in terms of Freddie yeah. Freeman. That whole thing is a train wreck. Um, yep, with what's going on there. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's interesting. Um, when you were there, did you get to see any of the sports book? I know it's still under construction. I don't think it's open yet, but. Yes. Yeah, it's it's just the bare bones. Um just the, the I saw it. We walked past it past and I was it. like, okay. Yeah, I mean they they showed some pictures I think on Twitter. They want I want to say someone released some and I'm like, "Okay, yeah. I I can honestly say when I go to a game, I'm probably never going to go in that thing. I I don't think I would. I just I if if I was into betting, which I'm not, yeah. Uh, I think I would just do it on my phone. You know what I mean? I I don't know, but I guess yeah, some, they're going to make money. People will go there. I'm sure of it. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's it's surprising that they put it on Wrigley. You think that they probably could have, you know, used one of their properties that they had around there and built it there. But yeah. I I don't know what it if there's the 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 rules has to, it has to be at, at the stadium. So maybe that's there might why be they something did it. It like just, that. It yeah. just seems cramped where they have it. Um, so yeah, I was nah, whatever. Like I, it, like I said, it's just a bare bones, so I don't even know what it's going to look like. Maybe it looks nice um, when it it's might, finished. It might. But, uh, yeah, it might. I, I don't, I don't even think I would be able to vote or vote gamble there because I don't live in Illinois. Yeah, that's true. And I know for a while you had to go into like a physical place to set everything up, and then they waived that during the pandemic, and then they brought it back. And I want to say they waived it again, um, if I'm not mistaken, but. Well, um, yeah, I mean, the Cubs are the Cubs, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, well, we know Wilson will make the all-star game. Hopefully somehow Ian Happ will, I don't see it, but, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're going along and I don't know, uh, you know, I'm really excited every time I see Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson pitch just to see what we have and they've had their ups and downs, but, uh, you know, it, it, it yeah. could be worse. That's kind of where I'm at right now on a three game winning streak. So. It could be, but I'm glad that, you know, not glad, well, I guess I am kind of glad, but it's nice that guys like Hayward and Bodie aren't taking up spots because we know who they are. Um, And it's, you know, I'd rather see Christopher Morrell play second base with Nico. Yep. And, you know, Nelson Velasquez and uh, Narciso Crook out in the outfield playing, getting some playing time and get, so they can get a good look at them. Um, you know, it'd be nice, you know, it's nice seeing P, you know, even though Rivas didn't play, it was nice seeing PJ Higgins out there. Yeah. Instead of Frank Schwindel. He's, uh, uh he's Frank not Schwindel, even but he's, doing that bad. He's got like a 300 no. batting average too. Yep. So he's doing well. Yeah. He had a home run in that game too. Again, it was off the, uh, the position player, but home run, still home run. So yeah, I'll take it. It doesn't matter. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it, it's great to see the the young guys actually get time to play. Um, so it is it is uh, fortunate that you know there's spots available for them. And they're actually they're kind of forced to play the younger guys instead of exactly you know, the loyalty aspect that david ross feels for jason hayward right he doesn't have a choice now because it's not an option you know and i almost feel like uh oh god jet or whatever the hell our gm's name that no one really ever sees uh you know i don't know i'm just saying jet drinks carter hawkins jet drinks a glass of water i don't know you notice carter hawkins doesn't talk i'm just saying just saying uh but uh on a, on, a, on a more interesting note, if we if we look take a little bit of a look around the MLB, uh, this is this is for Greg, who I know is still in the chat. Poor your mean Mercedes, uh, you was sent down just before the White Sox Giants matchup. Could have been the revenge game for the Yerminator, but uh, we will not get to see it now. So I don't At know. At least he didn't get, didn't get DFA'd. He did not get DFA'd. He got sent to AAA. Yeah. I really, I'll be honest, just because I have a disdain for Tony La Russa, I would have loved to have seen him come back and hit like a grand slam and win the right. game against the White Sox. But uh, that's just me. Um, Vinny, I'm very curious because we definitely like our Cubs, our, our jerseys on this podcast. What was your take on the Padres City Connect jerseys that got released today? Did you I see like that? It. I like yes, it too. I did. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and, I like the colors. Uh, kind of like the I, I don't know creamsicle colors. It's like a cream and a neon pink and a, yeah, a neon. But it's not like a bright neon. They're no like subtle neon. And, and I don't know if you did you watch the like the hype video that they played no. along with it. Okay, so it was like a two minute video and it was it was going through like San Diego and like the sunset. The ocean represented the green. The sunset at night was the pink. And I think okay. the, uh, the orangish color was supposed to be the sand. And they had Tony Hawk in the video because apparently he's from out there. I don't okay. know. But it was really cool. I'm like, those hats, the hats are really nice. They're like lime green with like the pink SD, I want to say. Um, okay. They're pretty sharp looking. But uh, yeah, that ends the City Connect for this year and last year. They are all wrapped up now. Um, okay. Okay. Before we get to Freddie Freeman, I don't know. Did you see the replay of Mike Trout uh, looking just absolutely miserable in center field when he had to yell to his pitcher that he was tipping pitches the other night? No. Oh, my God. It was I'm surprised it took this long for him to look miserable being with the (laughs) Angels. So they they showed. I don't remember which pitcher it was. It wasn't Otani. I can guarantee you that. But, uh, you know, they said supposedly because a couple of reporters did some digging and they said that the Angels... Um, pitchers actually go to Mike Trout and ask him to watch to see if they're tipping their pitches because he's so focused on the game from center field. And sure enough, you see him during the game. They had the cameras on him. He caught it before any of the pitching coaches, any of the assistant coaches, manager, everybody. And he's literally, this doesn't play if you're listening to the audio version, but he's literally yelling to the pitcher and he's taking his mitt and he's like, you're holding your mitt out your mid out too far when you're going to throw like a breaking ball and then you're holding your mid in close when you're going to throw a fastball stop doing that and he and then afterwards you can just see he's like what what am i doing here right i mean the guy's never even won a playoff game right if i'm not mistaken never I been mean, to the playoffs. never been to the playoffs so oh boy um yeah just I, you know i can't feel too bad considering he signed that extension but i gotta yeah, think that's at, on him that's on him but after a while <laughs> i feel like if if you you know you have that mentality you want to win it's got to be annoying to be on just a team that's not going anywhere oh, yeah, anytime for soon for sure but i mean he signed the he signed the he deal he played there for a while it's yeah. not like he played there a year or two and they you know sold him on a you know sold him on crap saying oh you know we'll contend like he knew what the hell was going on yeah 
And so unless unless yeah, they you can't look them, too miserable out there if you're you signed up for that, especially well, at that big of a contract. Between that and then the look when Joe Madden walked, um, you know, one of the players yeah. that was yeah, he looks like, what the hell are we doing? But right. uh, yeah, Greg even says the fact that the coaching staff is missing it is even worse. I would agree. And now they have Phil Nevin as the head as the manager. I mean, I remember he was a Cub for a short period of time. Yeah. He also got suspended for a few games. There was a big tussle. For uh, the big brouhaha against Yes, the there were some actual punches thrown. Mariners. It wasn't a slap fest. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do we do we want to talk about Freddie Freeman? Should we get into this? <laughs> mm, should we? I, I think I find, it, I find it hilarious. So if you're not familiar, Freddie Freeman. Oh, go ahead. Do you have a sound bite? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Are you crying? <laughs> There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. All right. Uh, so Pretzel Vince in the chat said, what is Freeman's problem? He's on a winning team. It's not like he went to the Cubs. That is very true. Yes. Uh, if you're not familiar with the story, Freddie Freeman was an Atlanta Brave for, was it for all of his, all of his career pretty much? Pretty much, yep. Uh, he had said that he wanted to stay a Brave after they won the World Series. Uh, supposedly there was discussions with his uh, agent that they wanted to give the Braves an ultimatum to make a decision. My understanding was the Braves saw this ultimatum come up and said, you know what, he's going to leave. So then they went and made the deal for, uh, was it Matt Olson? Matt Olson, yep. Uh, who, they're having a pretty similar season. So they signed Matt Olson, and then Freeman's done. He's he's out on, out on his own. He goes and signs a huge deal with the Dodgers, and he's having a great season. This week, though, was his first game back in Atlanta. He got his World Series ring teared up a little bit and then in the post game he kind of talked about how he wanted to kind of stay and then it turns out that the the Braves made a counter offer and his agent never told him right that's what I understood yeah I guess so I, I yeah I, I didn't look too much into it to be honest but yeah it seemed like there was some malfeasance that uh, went yeah. on with the agent and he got canned because yeah, he got he got fired, and then I know the agent just released a statement yesterday or today saying this didn't happen. I am always forthright with my customers or my my clients. Um, so someone's not telling the truth, or someone's misunderstanding what was being said to them. But uh, it even had um, oh god, what's his name? Uh, the ace of the Dodger staff. I can't think of his name now. Pitcher, not Kershaw Bueller. I'm saying, well, formerly Kershaw, he's not the ace anymore. But Kershaw okay. even came out and said, "Hey, we're a good team. You're here now." <laughs> and it's like, oh man, like, are is is he going to get traded by next year? You know, I don't. Now I'm wondering if he's even going to serve that entire contract in L.A. because clearly his heart's not there. Um, get over it. I don't know. Like it it's just it's just a weird, weird. It's a weird thing. Like I right? I get it, it's a business. I love it when players stick around and play in one spot their whole career. Obviously that doesn't happen anymore, and rightfully so. If your team's you know um, shortchanging you, you have every right to try and go get mm-hmm. more money. Um, oh, uh, glucose in the chat says Derek Jeter stood up for the agent too. Well, that's that's very Uh-oh, interesting. That's not good. That's <laughs> the the Derek <laughs> Jeter now, death knell. Yeah, I'm I'm on Freeman's side now. Yeah. Oh boy, Gre- <laughs> Greg is anti Freeman as well. But uh, yeah, it's just it's weird to see you don't really see the players get that uh, involved or that emotional in it. Um, yeah. There's kind of like that business esque mentality. But uh, clearly Atlanta meant something to him. I mean, L.A., he's from California. He's from L.A. That's kind of why he went there. Um, But, uh, yeah, it says here uh, the Braves had the better offer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Oh, maybe the offer that wasn't told to him, supposedly, I'm guessing, right? That seems odd, though, that 
if they had Unless the better the agent offer. thought that he was going to be able to, yeah the whole thing's weird like if the agent really did that then he's going to be in trouble and he's going to he's probably not going to be an agent too much longer too much longer yeah really what happened and it, unless he you know and why would you do that if the you know the offer was better? yeah i know because and maybe he thought he was going to get more but freeman's an older player it's not like he's, he yeah he's been around the block like like i feel yeah. like granted you know what what i do and what you do are are very different but than than having a contract negotiated you know i mean we have like mm-hmm. i have a contract but it's negotiated so many years in advance by a union you know and but like I, I'm just thinking, if if you wanted to stay a brave no matter what, and yep. the money wasn't an option, I would tell the agent, okay, let's settle on these. This is the first and second and third offer, and if they still after two offers they still don't want to play, take whatever because I want to be a brave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's that's what I don't get. So obviously there there, there something was lost in translation, or yeah. you know I don't know. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I, you know, I get a player wants, you know, a player deserves to be paid. They yeah. What they're you know, need yeah. to take a hometown discount. Um, but at the same time, I think you have to look at it, too, as, you know, the players need to look at it and be like, OK, where am I at on, you know, being paid amongst other first basemen? And then also look at it more realistically, like, OK, I'm 32 years old. Should I be the top paid first baseman? Like. I mean, I yeah. guess, you know, there's that aspect. Do you want to be the top paid first baseman or do you want to be a brave? You know, that sort of thing. Like it's you, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, I mean, you can't have your cake and eat it too sometimes. Um, it's not, not the way the world works, unfortunately. Right. But, you know, yeah, it, that is such a weird thing. And I'm sure this isn't the last time we're going to be hearing about this. There's going to be no. more stuff, especially if they uh, face each other in the playoffs. Oh, oh, you can already tell there's people that are begging for that, that situation right? already because it would make for good drama you know you yep. halfway through the game he leaves goes to the braves bench and puts on a braves uniform and they throw i don't know i'm kidding they throw him out of the game <laughs> um all right do you have a hot or not for us this week Vinny? i do all right let's do it and now folks it's time for who's hot so damn hot oh hot because i'm a hot little potato right now and who's not? I'm afraid that the condition has left me cold. Freezing my royal Rastafarian nannies off. <laughs> this guy sucks. All right, Vinny, take it away with this week's Who's Hot and Who's Not. All right, this isn't a weekly Who's Hot or Not since it's July 1st. Yes. I did the month. Okay. So we're just going to go do the month since uh, we're not doing this on Thursday. So, um, yeah, I missed last week posting that, so I didn't feel like looking it up i just did the month of june okay. so we're gonna just do june and since you're the only one here you get to do all the guessing, oh Justin. man all right good luck oh, um, this is all right good. We'll, okay we'll, we'll i'll start with the you know the easy one i'll throw you some softballs here um, oh, thank you <laughs> yes um cubs who is hot for the month of june Cubs for the month of June. Um, granted, he did cool off near the end. I'm going to say Chris Morrell just because he was so on fire. Okay, then I have no idea. <laughs> Your guy, Ian Happ. Ian Happ. Ian, All right. I should have known Happ better. Ian Happ slashed 327, 417, 531. Wow. 948 with three home runs, nine doubles, 11 RBIs, had a walk rate of 11.3%, and a strikeout rate of 13 point zero percent he had a bat pip of 358 and a weighted runs created plus of 162 okay. good month for ian hap potential all-star ian hap Ooh. who is not hot for the cubs 
<sighs> okay, it's not Wilson. It's not Patrick Wisdom. I feel like he's been having a good season. It's not Nico Horner. Uh, we're, it's not... we're only talking about a month, though. Let's... I uh, Okay. Then I guess Wisdom, maybe? <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for the hint. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, when, when he went past him, I'm like, oh, there you go. You're going to get it wrong. So. You know. <laughs> I told you I'd toss you a softball. Thank so. you, thank you. Patrick Wisdom was not hot in the month of June. He slashed 227, 330 on base percentage, which was actually quite impressive for him. Uh, slugged 433 with an OPS of 763, five home runs, five doubles, 17 RBIs, a walk rate of 12.5%, and a okay. strikeout rate of 28.6%. A BAPIP of 283 and a weighted runs created plus of 112. So actually, not the worst month. I mean, it's actually, you know, weighted runs created plus is, of 112 is actually pretty, you know, decent. So okay. not a terrible month for him, but he was of uh, the players with the uh, minimum play appearances. He was the coldest of them. Okay. Moving on to the White Sox, where it's going to get harder for you, Justin. Yeah, it's going to get real tough. Okay. Who who is hot for the White Sox? Ooh, uh, you know what? Would be able to guess this one. I'm gonna say Jose Abreu. All right, Good job. <laughs> Slash three forty six four thirty one five thirty three OPS of nine forty or sixty four four home runs eight doubles fifteen RBIs twelve twelve point two walk rate and a twelve point two strikeout rate. Bap of three seventy-five and a weighted runs created plus of one eighty-one. Okay, not bad. Who was not hot this month? Oh, this is going to be tough. Oh, I'm trying to think because I don't remember who's injured and who's not for the White Sox. Uh, I'm going to say that could be another segment. It could, who's in, who's healthy <laughs> yeah. and who's alive and who's dead uh, should yeah, be the exactly. segment. Um, Gosh, all right, I'm going to just throw a random White Sox. Uh, I, I want to say Leori Garcia, but I'm guessing he doesn't have enough plate appearances. All right, then I don't appearances. know. Okay. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a hint. This guy was in a trade recently, or this season. To, to the White Sox? Yeah. Oh, uh, Pollock. Yes. I, God, I forgot he was still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here is dead. Um <laughs> AJ Pollock slash 268, 311, 402, 713 in the month of June. Two home runs, five doubles, 13 RBIs, a walk rate of 4.9%. Yikes. And a strikeout rate of 20.4%. Not good. Oh, man. Uh, even more disturbing is his BAPIP of 324 and his weighted runs created plus of 105. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, not 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 a bad bad luck month Ooh, either for him. So yuck, not good for AJ Pollock um, and the White Sox. Uh, they've not been good. Um, if I told you who had the or asked you who had the higher uh, weighted runs created plus for the year, do you know who between the Cubs and the White Sox has it so far this season? Just as an organization itself, as yes, a team, as a team, I'm gonna go Cubs. Yes. They wow, 106 or 103 to 98. So yeah, the, oh, the White Sox are abysmal right now in offense, but it's probably Good because they have Lord. Leori Legend out there almost every night. Well, hey, you know what, Vinny? You got to look at his at bats. Look yeah. at the way he's foul tipping the ball. That's that's you know he's <laughs> yep. he's it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man good lord yeah, n- not good um uh all right uh looking at the mlb okay 
Okay, I'll give you a hint on who is hot this month. Do you have a guess at all? I have a guess. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> all right, I don't know then. This guy plays for Houston. Houston. Uh, George Springer. He doesn't even play for Houston. Oh, he He plays for the Blue Jays. Oh, that's right. He used to play for the Astros, right? Yes, he did. Okay, all right. I I have no idea. Jose Altuve? I don't know. No. (laughs) Jordan Alvarez. Oh, I forgot about Jordan. Okay. 418 for the month of June, 510 on-base percentage, 835 slugging for a 1.346 for the entire month of June. Nine home runs, four doubles, 28 RBIs, walk rate of 13.5%, and a strikeout rate of 13.5%. A BAPIP of 414 and a weighted runs created plus for the entire month of June of 277. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Nice to have that uh, offensive production. Um, who was not hot? For the can you can you give me a team? I, I don't I, clearly that's not going to help, but if we can try. No. <laughs> uh, you should know now. I'll give you the team, and you okay. should know the players on this team because they are your In second the, favorite team, okay. Seattle. Okay. Oh God. Uh, uh, let me see here. Doctor Condom's a Seattle fan, right? Is he really? I thought so. Oh, oh yes, Zach. Yes. Um. All right. Yes. I'm gonna go with uh, Jesse Winker. Okay, I have no idea. Who is it? This, this guy was a hot commodity last year at second base. Second base? The uh, White Sox were rumored to trade for him. He played for the Pirates. Uh, Adam Frazier. All right. Yes. All Adam right. Frazier was not hot for the month of June. 144, 225, 156 slugging, 381 OPS, zero home runs, one double, four RBIs, a walk rate of 9.8%, and a strikeout rate of 9.8%. A bat up of 159 and a weighted runs created plus of 18. Yikes. Not good for the Seattle Mariners. They are struggling right They're now struggling. as a team anyways. They're struggling. It's sad. I want to see them win. Yeah, it would be win. nice. Yeah. We, we both picked them to win the division. That's we not did. Going to it's not looking good. I think the Astros got that one in the bag, probably, yeah, I'm guessing. Unfortunately. I'm, yeah, unfortunately. Still, yeah, still not a fan of them. But, all right. Well, uh, I guess, should we move on to whatever now? Sure. You don't have any Bulls talk? You know, I was going to bring up just that uh, our guy, Zach Levine, signed up with the Bulls for five more years. I think he got the Supermax. Max contract. 215, 215 million for five years. Yeah. Um, good for him. Good for him. Uh, Vinny, we're, we're, I guess the only thing I was going to ask you is where do you stand? Are you excited for Bulls season coming up or no? Don't care. Um, I don't know. They got a, I feel like they still need to make a move. They got a, yeah. was it Andre Drummond? Andre Drummond. Too? Yeah. Do you know he's only like 27? I thought he was like 35. Really? I yeah. Well, he must have been like 18 when he came yeah. to the league or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He, he's been around. He's been long with time. Like, uh, Detroit for a long time. And I think, didn't he play with uh, LA the past I think so, like, yeah. year or two? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. He doesn't really do anything. No. Interior, is he good defensively? I think he's more of a backup center, maybe at this point. At this point in his career, yeah. I mean, I know Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert got traded to was it Minnesota today? It was some some somebody traded for him. I can't remember who, okay. but Minnesota or maybe Dallas. I want to say it was Minnesota. So that's off the table. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm getting a little We're excited. Not getting Durant. 
No, God, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't want him. He's 34, 30, he's 34 yeah. already. Um, and I definitely don't want Kyrie Irving. He's insane. Yeah. He's I, you, you can cl- keep, the, keep the Flat Earth Society as far from this team as we can, please. Yeah. Um, all right. Other than that, though, I got nothing. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Let's get to whatever. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right. This week, uh, since we are only a duo this week, we don't have our third musketeer with us. Uh, Vinny suggested let's dive back into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because that is one of our favorite shows. And I don't think Greg has actually really seen a lot of it. So perfect timing. I don't Uh, think he's a fan of it. Oh, is that what it is? He's don't. He's not a fan. Okay. Well, Greg, I don't know. That that might be the one thing we disagree on. Um, gosh, and the White Sox and Cubs thing. But uh, other than that, you know. But uh, so what we're gonna do is I, I hesitate to call it the Slime Five because Greg's not here. So I don't know if it's the official Slime Five that Greg runs. Um, the unofficial official. The unofficial maybe? official Slime Five. So what we're gonna do if you haven't listened to a podcast of ours when we do this uh, that we've done this in the past. Um, we have 10 random episodes, uh, in this hat. If you're watching on, uh, Twitch or YouTube, or if you're listening, I have a hat in front of me right now with 10 random. It's always sunny episodes. Um, and my wife, uh, picked 10 random episodes cause she is the, it's always sunny super fan. She would not show me what episodes she picked. She hid them from me all week. She was so excited when you asked if she wanted to do this, Vinny. She Good. she is she is a I figured she would want she to. is a lovely supporter of the podcast and our silly hobby we have here. Uh, so she picked ten episodes. I also have ten strips of paper filled with, and I'm not going to look at them. Ten strips of paper filled with facts and fun information about each episode as well. She went above and beyond. Nice. She also said, though, she did not do as good of a job as Greg did in that regard, so she apologizes for that. But she did awesome. So I guess without further ado, I'm going to pick five episodes out of this hat. Are we ready? All right, let's do it. The first episode we are going to rank, I should probably be typing these so I don't forget, is Season 8, Episode 3. Oh, this is a good one. And that is the Maureen Ponderosa (laughs) Wedding Massacre. (laughs) Oh, that's a great episode. I love that episode. That's a good one. All right, our next one, randomly drawn from my Cubs hat here. The Gang Gets Quarantined, Season 9, Episode 7. Also a very good episode. Uh, and we'll talk, we'll dive into that one a little bit deeper. That's a great one. Our third random episode of It's Always Sunny is, ooh, this is an earlier one. Season three, episode two, The Gang Gets Invincible, uh, which is a great one. I actually, remind me, I have a fun fact on that one that I, I learned from their podcast. If you're an It's Always Sunny fan and you need a podcast to listen to, their weekly podcast is excellent. I really enjoy, uh, their podcast. Last two, number two, number four here we have is <laughs> season one, episode three, underage drinking, a national concern. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I've only seen that one once. Just because really? I don't usually go back to the first uh, season very often. Um, all right. And the last one, season two, oh, season two, episode five, hundred dollar baby. <sighs> Man, these are she, all really good. These job. are bangers. Uh, just for the hell of it, do we want to see what the other ones are? Um, or should we sure. save those for another day? Sin- 
We can do save them for another day. All um, right. Then we can want? maybe use them for another one. Yeah, that Greg's sounds good. We'll do it again. Something. But do you want to do the synopsis for each episode? Yes, I do. Uh, oh, good. She actually sent me the synopsis for each one. Wow, man, look at her. Or do you have do you have synopsis synopses? I don't have anything written okay. up or. Oh man! All right, hold on. I'm pulling up these here. All right, I think I got them all. And here we go. So let's start with. Oh man, she picked some good. These are good episodes. All right. Uh, I will pretend I forgot about those. Okay. Uh, the first synopsis. We have underage drinking, a national concern. This was from season one, episode three, August 16th, 2005. Wow. Uh, 2005. I would have been just starting college freshman year. That is, that takes me back. All right. would have been a, wow. Sophomore, junior like, in high school? Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, and I mean, it's kind of nice because they only do ten episodes a season, so like they're usually all pretty good. It's not, you know, dragged out and everything. Um, Yeah. All right. So the synopsis for underage drinking. After noticing a rise in underage patrons, the gang decides to make a few accommodating adjustments to their younger crowd. All right. Uh, And we can pull up more about that later. Season two, episode three, July thirteenth, two thousand six. Oh God! All right, hundred dollar baby. D agrees to take boxing lessons from Frank after being mugged. Mac and Dennis enter Charlie in an underground street fight match. D and Charlie dabble in performance enhancing supplements. <laughs> Such a good episode. Yep. All right. Um, season three, episode two, September thirteenth, two thousand seven. God, I didn't even know your sister yet at this point, Vinny. Uh, all right. The f- <laughs> It was a different life. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles hold open tryouts, and Mac, Dennis, and Dee use the event for their personal competition. That's also the episode where Mac, I'm sorry, not Mac, Charlie and Frank just want to hang out and get drunk. Uh, but I think Frank ends up dropping acid, and uh, yes. Charlie has a problem with the McPoyle family, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, fun fact, this is the first appearance of Green Man. The show paid one of Rob's friends an undisclosed amount of money for the full rights to Green Man as he used to wear the green suit to Eagles games. Wow, That's I did great. not I did not know that. All right. Season 8, Episode 3, October 25th, 2012. See, now this episode, I feel like this was like two years ago. It's It was t- oh, 10. Uh, right. The Maureen Ponderosa Wedding Massacre. In an effort to sever all ties with Maureen Ponderosa, Dennis and the gang plan to crash Maureen's wedding and wreak havoc uh, because she is getting married. He wanted to make sure the wedding goes through so then he doesn't have to keep paying her alimony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's some bath salts involved and things go to hell pretty quickly. Because anything with the McPoyles, whoops, I just ripped that in half. All right, last one. (laughs) Season 9, Episode 7, October 16th, 2013. The gang gets quarantined. The gang voluntarily quarantines themselves inside of Patty's in an attempt to keep their singing voices pristine for an upcoming competition when a severe flu outbreak sweeps Philadelphia. They only later find out it wasn't that they had the flu. It's that they were just going through alcohol withdrawals. (laughs) Love it. I love that episode. All right. Uh, Vinny, why don't you start us off? Because I need to rank mine still. I have not ranked. I know which ones I'm going to be doing, but uh, go ahead. Start us off with your number five. Number five for me is the underage drinking episode. Um, I, These are really hard to rank. Uh, they're all really good episodes. But for me, number five, that one's a, that one's good. 
that one's really good. Um, Charlie end up being like the the only one that's like because they kind of like go back in time and like I guess not go back in time, but they all kind of start reliving like high school again because they're allowing high schoolers to drink at their bar and yes. they're trying to do it. You know, they're watering down the beer, which they're you know making money off these underage kids by serving them pretty much water. Yes, um, but they're you know they're they're. They're thinking, they're rationalizing that they're helping these kids because, you know, back in their day, they would just get a 30-pack and then go get drunk at, uh, oh, God, who is it? They would crash their their car in the lake or they would drive. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, right. Oh, I can't think of the kid's name, um, but they would drive his car into the lake or something like that. Um, and so they, you know, they're, they're rationalizing that they're helping these kids, which they're just ripping them off pretty much. <laughs> um, but then they all get, like, invited to go to prom there's mm-hmm. like a love there's like a boyfriend and girlfriend in high school that they're trying to make each other jealous by hitting on d and dennis um and yeah there's a whole thing there mac of course is like the third wheel that gets left out and he gets pissed about it and they crash i think they crashed somebody's uh high school party uh, yes. and mac is just like talking trash and like beat like wants to start a fight with everybody there and yeah charlie ends up just being the like only good guy out of the whole group like involved in the whole underage drinking scheme yeah with the the kids um but yeah that one that one's a good episode um probably not the strongest out of out of the five here but for me is number five I have that as my number five as well on under underage drinking and national concern. I think I think they were still trying to find themselves a little bit because that's like you said, that's like I don't remember what order they filmed them in. I know they talked about that on their podcast that they didn't film them in the order that they were put out by FX. But uh, there are some good lines in there. I mean, the fact that that Dennis, I'm sorry, not Dennis, Charlie is so involved. I think there's the line I'm I'm looking at it right now. It says. That's Tammy, Trey's ex-girlfriend. This is classic yes. Tammy. Trey broke up with Tammy because Maureen Kennelin said that they saw t- t- Tammy flirting with Walt Timmy at a party, but she only was doing it to make Trey jealous because, you know, she thought that Trey secretly liked Eric Aaron Hennebury, but he doesn't like Aaron Hennebury. It was all a bunch of bullshit. And, Char- and then Charlie goes on and Max like, you know what? I don't care about any of this. Shut the hell up. Um, right. But yeah, the fact that, you know, they get, uh, D gets a prom dress, even though she's like, I think at this point in the show, she's like 25. Um, she's she's wearing her old prom dress, I think. Yes, that was it. Yes, yes. Um, also, fun fact, starting with this episode, the show moved to a new time slot of Tuesday at 11 p.m. Gosh, that seems like so crazy that the show even had a chance, because I feel like 11 p.m. on a Tuesday, who's staying up to watch yeah. it? Uh, Glucose says, I need to watch more Sunny. Yes, the last... Yes, you I'd do. say the last... I, there's not really a weak season. The last ten have been really good, and you know five, six, seven, eight. I think is is really, really good. Those are some of my favorites. So, yes, um, oh, and yeah. um, to they crashed Nikki Potnik's car <laughs> into a tree in high school while drunk driving. And that's Nikki why Pot- that's one of the r- rationales that they use rationales that they used when they were coming up with the scheme to let these kids drink at the bar. That's right. And and Nikki Potnik would come up again. That was one of the name tags at their high school reunion. Yes, that it I was. believe Frank takes. And no one you know, for a while everyone thought that was the name of the waitress was Nikki Potnik, but I don't believe anyone they've ever confirmed that or not. But no. Um, if but uh, no. a couple other good quotes from this episode. Um let's see. There was one here. Uh these kids are wasted, bro. I think we need to cut them off. That's Mac. Dennis replies, I am cutting them off. These kids haven't had more than three drinks each, plus there's so much water, they're probably more hydrated than they've ever been in their entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Charlie says, look how much fun these kids are having. And Mac replies, of course they are. They haven't realized how much life sucks quite yet. Right. <laughs> so oh, so it's, oh, God, it's, you know, even though that's our number five for both of us, that is still, for being the third episode in the whole entire series, that's still a pretty good episode. So Right. Or our, when Charlie goes and breaks up the fight. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Look, at me, look at the eyes. Give me the eyes. Give me the Take eyes. Take a walk. <laughs> Getting ready to yeah, beat that, up an eighteen-year-old, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Such a good, so good, good episode, good episode. All right, what's your number four, Vinny? Of uh, it's always sunny. Number four for me is Ma- the Maureen Ponderosa massacre. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, well, like I said, these were all really they're all good, good episodes. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, number four for me, uh, really funny with the bath salts. There was kind of uh, they were like on cue with that because there was all that stuff going on with bath salts. That was and when that turning, was like into zombie zombies. Type yeah, yeah. And th- they thought the I think in the episode they thought there was a. A bat bite? I think Frank got bit <laughs> rabbit, by a bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they thought that people were going rabid and turning into zombies because of the the bat that, that got Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, we got somebody else there, and yeah, they were all going crazy, but it was just Bill Ponderosa who spiked the the punch or something with bath salts, and everybody was high on it with the, the McPoyle family. The McPoyle family, yep. Yeah, that was that was good. I you know that was one I think I've only seen once. To be honest, really, um, okay. I haven't seen it more than that, um, but so that's probably why it's lower than it probably could be. It probably could be higher, um, but okay. yeah, it was a really good episode, though. That's uh, uh, I'll give you a piece of trivia for that one. Uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is in that. He plays pa- uh, Pappy McPoyle, and they actually got him to do it because apparently uh, Charlie Day worked with him on Pacific Rim, and that's how they got him on the show. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Pacific Rim wasn't actually... I saw the first one. That wasn't a bad movie. It was a fun action movie. Uh, all right, my number four. Let me pull up my list here. My number four is The Gang Gets Invincible. Uh, nice. And, and like you said, these are all great episodes. Uh, that is that is an excellent episode here. Let me see. What season? season that is from season three. Um, overall, though, I love the fact that they're just going to have tryouts. Uh, D dresses up as a man. She's going to be the kicker, and she's the only one that's making any headway in that. Um, and that just upsets, you know, Mac and Dennis to no degree. And then I believe at the end, they need her to kick, uh, and she kicks and doesn't she like break her ankle or something, if I'm not yes, mistaken? Yes, she shatters her leg. She, she shatters her leg. Uh, a couple other fun little tidbits in that one. Um, Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby show comes in and they hire him and say, he's supposed to be Donovan McNabb and he's yes. just going to give them a, a pep talk. And they're like, that's that's not Donovan McNabb. And he and then the the best part is they keep having Jeffrey Owens come back and like yes. one episode they say, oh, this is Tiger Woods, and they're like, you're not Tiger Woods, dude. Like he just keeps playing these characters yep. that are clearly not that not him. Um, and then the other the other one uh, other thing I really liked about that is Faison Love plays the coach in that episode. Supposedly they got Faison to come do that show, and they were talking about this on their podcast that. Typically, they would give uh, some of these uh, actors like um, the the reads of what they need to know. Well, mm-hmm. apparently, he didn't look at his. He just assumed they were gonna they were an improv show. He thought it's always sunny was an improv show, yeah. so he didn't read any of the lines they gave for him. So that whole speech he's giving to them at the beginning is just stuff he made up because he didn't know any of his lines. Um, oh, and then great. finally, they had to work around it and redo some things because it didn't work all together. But they said they loved him and he was a great guy, even though they had that issue with it so he's funny he is he's a he's a funny as hell guy uh the fact that the mc 
Poyles are in this episode, and just you meet some of the extended family, and they're all coming out of this like it's... really wretched RV trailer. Um, yeah, that wasn't the first time, right? With no, I don't think no, that so. Was, was that the one Charlie, where they? Charlie was in on the scheme with the trying to accuse the gym teacher. Yes, Mister. Uh, was it? It was uh, the guy from Saved the by the Bell. Yes, the principal. Mr. Belding. I can't remember what his yes. what his name was in the show, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and then the fact that, you know, he's like, I just want to get blackout drunk, leave me alone, and he's got his green man suit on, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Frank keeps bothering him, Frank takes acid. This might have been one of the first episodes we see uh, Artemis, because Artemis shows up in this episode, he's, like, hallucinating, mm-hmm. or, is it, or is she in it before that? She's in it before that. It was the episode where um, D has, D wants more help in the, I, I forgot what uh the episode was but d wants uh help and she invites uh artemis to you know uh apply for the job and she convinces uh dennis that artemis is one of the you know looks like a girl from the movie coyote ugly okay he has her come in and yeah of course it's artemis and yeah she does not look like um one of the ladies in the movie coyote ugly and Dennis (laughs) was not happy about that that was that was the introduction of artemis but yeah she's in this episode and she's the episode she's in are usually pretty good oh man yeah i'm I'm looking at the donovan mcnab imposter quote his speech is hey guys i'm donovan mcnab Woo! i play quarterback for the philadelphia (laughs) eagles and i'm here to tell you that you can too if you start every day with a hearty breakfast from mcdonald's uh like the new sausage egg mcgriddle value meal available now for a limited time for under five dollars remember guys real champs eat at mcdonald's i'm loving it can i get my check now (laughs) right um yeah and they and get upset have, they're like that was just a pitch for mcdonald's yeah, that's all that was right and then you know he he somehow takes acid and artemis is like he's been trying to climb through that garbage can for 20 minutes i'm pretty sure he's on acid uh yeah, yeah. and and that's it so that is uh that is one of my favorites um i i do enjoy it uh i dennis i love the scene where dennis is like running in slow motion to make a catch and he's talking yes. about his form is just like jerry rice's and he's so good i'm gonna pop my shirt off they're gonna love me and he he can't catch a ball to save his life you so. know he gets knocked out by the ball that's right he gets knocked in the <laughs> he, go, he goes to head. turn to make the catch and he yeah. just gets hit in the face <laughs> <laughs> so good so good so that is my number four out of those five that we pulled uh uh, the gang gets invincible. There you go. Yep. All right. One. What's your number three, Vinny? My number three is the gang gets invincible. Um, okay. Really good episode. I think the whole thing with D faking to be a man, which is Cole, I think is what she calls her. Cole, yes, Cole. And, that's right. And of course, you know, she punts the ball earlier and the ball goes like, you know, two miles, you know, just kills it and yeah then she, right before she does the kick in front of the real coaches she pulls off like the wig and the mustache that she had on and uh you know says you know i'm a, I'm a gonna do this as a woman and then yeah. she goes to kick it and breaks her breaks her <laughs> leg and the only good player there was the uh, mcpoyle yes um that's right and that's yes right. and so the the mcpoyle family thought they were all gonna be millionaires and stuff like that and what ends up happening is frank is uh high on acid and thinks charlie's a giant lizard man because <laughs> charlie uh was slipped acid by frank that's and right. he's you know dancing around with the mcpoyle family not in thinking the green that man, they recognize yeah. him and the, yeah the funny thing is frank thinks that charlie's a lizard man coming to get him and <laughs> He goes, Lizard Man, and Charlie's like, wait, where, where? He's, like, looking around (laughs) for the Lizard Man. (laughs) And then, yeah, Frank shoots his gun and uh, ends up uh, hitting the, uh, I can't can't think of the McPoyle 
the brother that was going to make the Eagles. And yeah, they uh, they got upset. And that actually leads into another episode where the McBoyles held, hold them hostage, hostage at the bar. that's correct, yeah. Um, but yes, the uh, Frank getting stuck in the trash can, he, th- he sees Artemis's face. And, and he's the, like he in her mouth, yeah. Yeah, he got locked in uh, he, the trailer, uh, when right? He went to, yes, when he went to Woodstock, he got himself locked in a Winnebago. So <laughs> when he had to go to the bathroom, he had to go in the McPoyles. Well, he was hallucinating that he was going in the McPoyles uh, Winnebago and got himself locked in. And then Artemis says that he needs to climb through her mouth, which her face is in the toilet. And then, yeah, that's just <laughs> they flash out to out of his uh, trip, and it's just him in a trash can stuck there. Pooping, oh, in a, pooping in the trash can <laughs> or pooping right. himself that's right in the trash can um yeah that, oh. that that episode's great i love it and then uh was it um donald Faison? uh yes. uh actually said that he referred to the uh philadelphia or was the invincible movie i almost said philadelphia completely different movie <laughs> yesterday um, wow <laughs> Um, he referred to uh, that movie as the new kids uh the new kids on the block movie that's but right Mark Wahlberg wasn't in New Kids on the no, Block. He w- Donnie Wahlberg Donnie was. Wahlberg, so, right. Yes, yes, so that was a mistake. That was probably one of his improvs that he <laughs> screwed up. But it ends up working because, yeah, everybody thinks that they know what that means. But, yeah, I, I had no idea that Mark Wahlberg, you know, I knew. We had the Wal- Funky Mark Bunch. Wahlberg. Yes, he was in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Sup- which su- supposedly he, like, he refuses to talk about that time period in his life, I guess, when people try to interview him. Like, he will not talk about his music career, which... Uh, it doesn't surprise me, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that is, again, that is a great episode. I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I kind of want to, after we're done, put some of these watch on and one. watch them. Yeah. Um, all right. My number three, this is one of the newer ones, and that is The Gang Gets Quarantined. If you're not familiar with that episode, I know we read the synopsis earlier. Some of the best parts. The episode starts with them reciting or practicing because they're they're going to a singing contest where they're going to dress up as boys Use to men. Oh, Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> keeping me on my toes um uh they go they're they're practicing they're singing they're gonna sing i believe motown philadelphia by uh boys to men they're gonna wear the sweaters and everything and there's a really bad flu going around so they're like all right we're gonna lock it down we're gonna stay in the bar uh they're then they decide they need to go out for beer and pizza and stuff and i'm looking at the pictures right now screenshots of it they get like these really makeshift hazmat suits which really just look like um I don't know, like an exterminator outfit with like a fish bowl on top of their head. And then they have like a little like bottle opener so they can drink while they have them on. And, um, you know, they talk about how they can't. What's the word? They can't be, you know, there can't be a breach. And and Frank kind of goes off the deep end. He shaves all the hair off his body and he's walking around in his underwear and like with oil and and stuff on him. Really creepy. Um, Just a hysterical episode. They end up locking themselves in the bathroom. They feel like they're going to die. And then, uh, you know, uh, Charlie says, well, we can drink some of this. I have alcohol in here. And he's got it in like one of the disinfectant bottles. They drink that. They feel great. And it's just because they were not having enough alcohol in their system. Mm-hmm. So that's the end. And then they I think they go to sing. and I, I don't think they win. I think they lose. Don't they pretty quick? No, they missed the competition. They missed the competition. Entirely. Okay. They missed it entirely. So that is that is one of my favorite episodes. That is my number three out of the five we picked. Uh, the gang gets quarantined. Go ahead, Vinny. What's your number good. two? Number two for me is Hundred Dollar Baby. Ooh, good one. Love that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, the whole boxing match <laughs> set up uh, with Frank. I forgot. 
that started with them um, getting mugged, mugged in, in the, the street alleyway, or the alleyway. And they yeah. all left D, and D wanted to start fighting, and Frank started talking about his fighting days um, <laughs> and how he was a great boxer. Frankie Fast Hands. Yes, right? Frankie Fast Hands. <laughs> um, yeah, and started boxing. So he was going to train Deandra. And I, I know, like, the first couple of times they show her working out at the gym, uh, Frank's, like, sitting there telling her how to lift weights. And he's like, You got to sit there and you got to jerk the machine <laughs> down. And she's like, None of that sounds None correct. None of that sounds correct. No. <laughs> exactly. And then the whole underground fighting thing with Charlie. Oh, my the- God. Uh, what was what was his. his uh- Clown baby, right? Clown Isn't that baby, clown yes. Baby, clown yes. baby, because no one would vote for clown baby. No, no. Oh yeah, god, so that he'd was... be a total underdog. Yes. Uh, um. Yeah. That that whole thing, and then the the training montage with um, which uh, was it? They had D taking a bunch of steroids and lifting tons of weights, and then yes. Charlie. Um, She's shaving her the, mustache and everything. Yes, Charlie taking getting the crap kicked out of him because uh, they they. They said Charlie was like the best one to get uh, the shit kicked out Taking of him. Taking punches, he could take yeah. A hit. yeah, and that's yeah. all he had to do was take punches. Yeah, and I love it when they go to his apartment. They open the door and they're like, "What? Is, like, uh, was it like ding dong, bitch?" And they hit him with a chair right when he yeah. answers the door the, or something. The trash can, Tr- the trash right can. Yeah. That's it. Yes, that's it. <laughs> they're gonna work their way up to the chair. <laughs> yes, that's right. That is that's right. Oh, God, that is such a good episode. Uh, Erica also says the competition that in the quarantine episode is it got canceled, apparently. Oh, okay. That was it. I, it's been so long since I've seen that. But uh, my number two, uh, to piggyback off yours, my number two is $100 Baby uh, as well. Uh, a little bit trivia. Um, in interviews, Caitlin Olsen has said that after she gave birth to the first child with Rob McElhoney, fans would walk up to her on the street as she pushed the baby stroller and enthusiastically shout, I will eat your babies, bitch, in her face, which is where that line comes from from that episode because she tells the other boxer who she's going to fight against that. Yes. Um, Frankie Fast Hands, Clown Baby, the fact that you see uh, both uh D and Charlie taking steroids or whatever mm-hmm. enhancement they are, and they starting to, starting to get that roid rage a little bit, um, and then they start like you know like shoving each other's faces at each other. When I think I think Charlie's eating like a is he eating like a steak, a, a steak, and then or no, you know he's eating the hoagie hero sandwich. A hoagie sandwich. Yeah. That's it. Okay, you know, and then they're kind of going at it. Um, it. It's just hysterical, and it still makes me cringe every time at the end when the girl that she's fighting. Doesn't she fall and hit her, break her neck on the yes, stool? Yes, she breaks her neck because oh, Frank was going to fight the her, the, her father. Yeah. father. Yeah, they're going to rematch, and then Frank sucker punches him, and the guy falls into his daughter, and then she, yeah, she, she isn't going to be like a professional boxer too. I yes, think. yes. I uh, apparently that uh, the other boxer, the other guy that Frank was going to fight is Eddie Mecca, who was in Laverne and Shirley as Carmine. I I have not watched. Uh, can't say I've watched Laverne and Shirley, but he actually no. passed away last year. He passed away last oh, uh, November, so he was sixty nine. Uh, so yeah, that is that is a great episode in general. I just love that episode. Um, so many good quotes. The underground boxing ring, uh, underground fighting ring. Then when Charlie doesn't show up, and you find out that Mac is going to fight, but then Dennis bets against him, so he gets mm-hmm. all this money, and then Mac is absolutely pissed about it. Uh, it's just a great, great episode. So that is my number two. Uh, so, Vinny, what is your number one? My number one is the gang gets quarantined. Okay. Um, I, I, after the, you know, the whole pandemic and everything, that 
that episode holds a even you know even closer to my heart just the whole fact that you know frank has to shave it like frank has this like weird obsession about yes. germs that you find out and shaves his entire body and puts uh was it di- no not disinfected but hand sanitizer that's all what that's what it was body. not oil and yeah. that's what they find they find him at the end of the episode like claw cl- like clawing around on the ground saying he just wants to be clean um <laughs> Yeah, that the whole thing is hilarious. Yeah, the fact that they think that they're all getting sick at certain points, but they're mm-hmm. they're just you know having alcohol withdrawals is great. Yeah. Yes, the the suits that they had on um, were ones from when Charlie was growing up. Um, oh, and that's it was his right. it was him and his mom because you know Charlie you know is got like OCD because yes. of his mom. His mom's yep. got OCD. So yeah, they had those suits so Charlie wanted to get sick and Charlie <laughs> modified it so he could put a beer in there and get, yeah. still drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they had like the the suits got a holes in it and they're like trying breach, to close Breach, breach, you have a breach, you have yes. a breach. Yeah, and they're freaking <laughs> and they out of the th- convenience store, yeah. yeah. And then they were throwing everybody in the, the bathroom that had a breach That's and right. they all yes. looked terrible because they were going through alcohol withdrawal. Yep. Yes, that was that was a great episode. I, I That was, yeah, number one. And just it just plays even more after going through an actual pandemic um, oh yeah what what that you know what that entailed and actually being quarantined Mm -hmm. um and what that was like but yeah they were they were ahead of their time a little bit on that one they were yes they were but yes that that was my number one because that whole especially the whole frank thing him just starting like to like just break down and lose it um was hilarious awesome That is that is a great ep- that's one I've only seen probably like two or three times, but I it's one that I really really enjoyed for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my number one uh, is the Ma- the Maureen Ponderosa wedding massacre. Uh, that nice. episode, uh, oddly enough, that is the, from what I'm gathering here online, that is the first episode that doesn't have the traditional song that they play before every episode of It's Always Sunny. That's the one where oh, they have like a really creepy Halloween like font. Um, and then it goes from there. Um, my favorite part of that episode, obviously, when they're talking with the police and the detectives trying to figure out what was happening. And Charlie goes on this quint speech from Jaws. He's like, zombies, I've seen it once yeah. before on a rat. <laughs> and I see it now in men. <laughs> once it gets a taste for its own kind, it can spread through a pack like wildfire. And then he goes on about, they look like doll's eyes. you know. And, and he's just going on and on, but he's just... <laughs> Like, that's just from Jaws, Charlie. Like you can't just make shit up. But um, and then the fact when <laughs> they think D has you know started to lose it, but really she's just pissed because they locked her away in one yes. of the rooms in the freezer. I think right. Yes, it was. Um, and she's like, no, you know, I, 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 she's kicking the shit out of him, and, and then they, they, she, they crash her car again. If I'm not mistaken, that's the second time they crash yes. her car. Uh, and she just you know goes ape shit on him, but. Oh, you know, just so many tie-ins to other characters, and then, you know, Dennis is trying to make them sign the paperwork so he doesn't have to pay alimony, but then he ends up sleeping with Maureen, and yes. then he's just screaming because at the end, you know, the, the detectives are like, somebody posted your bail. You're, you're free to go, uh, Dennis, and he's like, what? No. No, and he just starts screaming, and you pay the camera pans over, and it's Maureen. Like, let's yep. what does she say? Like, let's go home, sleepyhead, or something like like something yeah. really creepy and weird because she's such a weird character. But um, and that was before she went full Catwoman and became a cat too. So, um, yeah. But uh, overall, that is a great, great episode. So that is my number one: the Marine Ponderosa wedding massacre. Nice. We've made it to the end, Vinny. 
We did. We've, we're done. Hour and a half. This might be the quickest show we've had in some time. It has been. It has yes. been. It has been. So uh, thank you to all those that uh, watched with us, that were in the chat, that wrote in. Um, yeah, check out more. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. If you want to hear a little bit about my thoughts on the Cubs and Red Sox series, like I said, the guys from the Pesky Report, which is a Red Sox podcast, were nice enough to have me on yesterday. We talked about being a Cubs fan, what it's like in Chicago, being a fan, what to expect from this uh, series. And I expected a Red Sox sweep, so I am already... Good, you're wrong. A good amount wrong. Uh, Erica in the chat says, "Good show, boys. Thank you, darling. Um, Thank you." So yes, that is it. Uh, if you want to leave us a comment or feedback, tweet us at baseball and what. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash baseball and whatever. Emails at baseball and whatever at gmail.com. We are all on all your podcast apps of choice, and you can shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at one nine one three eight zero eight three two seven eight. That number again is one nine one three eight zero eight fart. All right. Well, that is it. We will be back next week with more fun and tomfoolery on baseball and whatever. Take care, everybody. See you. still here? It's over. Go home.